and welcome to Sister Sage Herbs Roadside Herb Service. My name is Mark Fendel, and this is Jane Simmons. Jane is the owner of Sister Sage Herbs, a natural remedies company located here in Seattle. We sell every day at the Pike Place Market and online at SisterSageHerbs.com. This is a medical disclaimer. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. And with that, welcome to our podcast. Hey, Jane. Hi, Mark. How's it going? Great. It just rained here, and the soil is just beautiful and soaked, and all the plants are doing amazing. That's right, and we're just taking a break from a wonderful Washington tradition of squeezing apples. Indeed. We've had some incredible um, harvest this year of apples and fruit here in the Northwest. Yeah. And um, we thought we'd come in here and make a fun podcast. Yeah. Um, and today we're going to talk about something that we don't normally talk about on our podcast, and that is our own products. And we usually like to focus on um, herbs and ethnobotany and um, all kinds of subjects um, uh, around those subjects. But today I wanted to talk about our top six products. <laughs> and um, we just love making these products and... Jane, you've been doing this for so long, mm-hmm. and um, I just kind of want to share um, some of the things that we do every day and we talk about every day with these um, these wonderful uh, tinctures and balms that you've been making for, I don't know, it's almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with um, our most popular, Dream On. Yeah. And this is a tincture, and I'll let you, I'll let you talk about it. Yes. Um, Dream On is our sleep formula for occasional sleeplessness, but uh, sleeplessness that really keeps you up at night with like, uh, you know, circular thoughts and things like that. So um, valerian helps calm your muscles as well as your mind. And so that's very nice right before you go to sleep. Uh, catnip also um, is very relaxing to the nervous system and oats is also in there for nourishment to the um, nervous system and um, I definitely put the catnip in there for taste but it has its own effects of calming Um, so that is a beautiful one I really like Mm -hmm. Um, I rely on that probably uh i'd say moderately mm-hmm. throughout the month mm-hmm. so yeah um and then i a lot of our customers ask us um because you have two sleep formulas mm-hmm. um in your tinctures and you have a another sleep formula called z's please why don't you talk about the difference between those two? Oh yeah well Z's please is made with chamomile herb only and it's very light it's a really nice flavor 
um, it's gentle acting, but um, soothing. Uh, I kind of describe the difference between the two is like the Z's please is like, you know, the feeling of like getting rocked to sleep by grandma, you know, mm -hmm. that would be the Z's please. Mm -hmm. It's warm and comfy. And then the dream on is more like, uh, well, I kind of describe it as getting bonked over the head, but it's not quite <laughs> <laughs> that drastic. <laughs> it's not, no uh, past results are not indicative of future or your results, but <laughs> but it is just kind of it takes it down a notch a little more noticeably, and I have a deeper sleep for sure. Um, if I need to wake up pretty early, that's kind of why I stress sometimes about going to sleep. I have to get up at 6 a.m. or whatever so I would take like two drops two droppers before night before going to sleep um, for the dream on for a stressful morning that I you know I'm getting ready for um, the Z's please would be um, you know if I woke up at 3 a.m. and I still had to wake up at the 6 a.m. because if I took the dream on I might kind of be more groggy okay. it's a little the dream on is a little more powerful it's a little more it's pretty powerful yeah. yeah um but you know on the other hand just being pragmatic mm -hmm. i could also just knock it out with the <laughs> another dropper at three and then know that i'm gonna have coffee when i wake up or something like that if i just had to get down to sleep you know mm -hmm. so um or the, uh, we could lead to the next uh, one of uh, Holy Mama. Sure. Because, yeah, let's talk um, about Holy Mama. This is my favorite of the tinctures yeah, that we I made. like this one. Um, so instead of trying to keep, you know, if I was, you know, of course I have all the tinctures at my bed, you know, mm -hmm. beck and call, so I can choose e any one. But um, so if I were to have a hard time with going to sleep and tried the dream on, still woke up and was kind of overthinking I might take the holy mama to kind of stop the chatter um, for nighttime but I normally use that one in the daytime like if I have um, a lot of things due I will put that one just have it in my water bottle um, if I you know have something um, about to go in to talk to someone about selling our products at their store or something like that I might just do a s straight dropper full right on you know right into my mouth mm -hmm. so this one also helps um, digestion for me mm -hmm. although the dream on and the Z's please would too if it were nighttime but you know this would be for daytime after lunch kind of feeling little digestion sure you know and we've issues. talked about holy basil on this, mm -hmm. on this yeah. podcast a lot yeah, sorry, I did not mention what the herbs were in mm -hmm. this. Um, it's holy basil, mm -hmm. uh, motherwort, which um, is kind of a, I used to laugh uh, about m one of the books described um, women's hysteria. <laughs> so rush me to the porch swing kind of syndrome, like, or holy mama kind of time you would uh, use the holy basil, I mean holy uh, motherwort, mm -hmm. sorry. 
then wood betony is more for the solar plexus and kind of the gut, um, gut feelings emotionally, but also support around that um, with the wood betony. And then blue vervain is also another uh, calming herb for the uh, nervous system, also helps um, sort of relieve muscle tension in the neck specifically. So um, this one, um, yeah, it's really, really nice. I like it. What do, what do you like about it? Well, I like that the holy basil has been used um, for for centuries um, mm-hmm. in Ayurvedic medicine. Yep. It is, it is, I correct me if I'm wrong, but it is the singular most used and well um, renowned oh, yeah. herb in Ayurvedic medicine. Oh yes. People um, pass their holy basil plants down generations to each other. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they bring them in. They, um, put incense and pray around them you know in their shrine to mm-hmm. them and you may be saying what is ayurvedic medicine oh, yes. you know um but this is medicine from india mm-hmm. um traditional medicine from india and um and this is a wonderful wonderful herb that you can use of course we've talked about this a lot for tea or mm-hmm. um very tonic very uh, easy to use mm-hmm. for everyday and it's pretty easy to grow, too. Yeah. Oh, depending there on where you live, I guess. <laughs> there <laughs> and depending are on varieties, varieties, yes. Yeah. As we um, have found. But I did uh, meet a guy who tasted mine. He wanted to taste it because mm-hmm. he grew holy basil, but he never made a tincture out of it. Oh. So he tasted the holy mama mm-hmm. and was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then he showed me a picture of his holy basil, mm-hmm. which was taller than me, the bush. It was a bush. Whoa. Whoa, that's huge. <laughs> and it was growing in Hawaii at the almost the top of the hill. Hmm. At the top of the hill was the chicken, uh, the place they kept the chicken, the chicken mm. coop. So they had a lot of nutrition all the way down that hill. Mm. And they were like as tall as me. From the chicken so coop? <laughs> Yeah, I see. Just from natural, Fertilizer. you know, when it rains, you get fertilized, you know, <laughs> Wow. basically. So that was really cool. Um, and then another fella um, was from India and I, you know, said, hey, uh, you know, where are you from? Because he asked about it. He's looking at it. I said, I'm Indian. And I said, oh, well, you probably your grandmother has fed you this or you know made this tea for you because they call it Tulsi Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so I said well if you like you can just taste a drop and see what you think of it you know and he took a drop and his eyes went around and then like he he basically almost started crying (laughs) because he was like yes this is the one that my grandmother made me so it was really touching and really cool so yeah. anyway those are um, my holy basil stories yeah and this is the only herb that you use that's um, considered an adaptogen mm. and mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with adaptogens um, this is something that we've talked about mm-hmm. uh, before but um, 
these are herbs. These are very specific herbs, and there's a list of them. I can't remember how many there are, but mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty small list, maybe 20, 25, something like that. Um, herbs for strength, stamina, and stress relief. Now, I'm reading this right off of David Winston's book, mm-hmm. and that is the name of the book, Adap- Adaptogens, mm-hmm. Herbs for Strength, Stamina, and Stress Relief. Um, yeah. And David Winston somebody that we've talked about a, a lot, um, and somebody that I really, um, really have a lot of respect for. Um, and his books are wonderful. Mm-hmm. And he talks about holy basil um, as being an adaptogenic uh, herb. Um, and these are really special. So that would be something to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to read from his glossary, Adaptogens? Yeah, if you think it's relevant, sure. Adaptogens are herbs that are non-toxic, produce a non-specific defensive response to stress. How about that? Yeah. And have a normalizing influence (laughs) on the body. Adaptogens help the body adapt to stress, support its normal functions, and restore balance. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They increase the body's resistance to physical, biological, emotional, and environmental stressors. They are unique from other substances in their ability to balance endocrine hormones and the immune system and allow the body to maintain optimal homeostasis. Homeostasis. Mm -hmm. So cool. Science. Yeah. Yeah. Science from nature. Yes. There you go. um, So cool. And uh, one thing that I really love, I'm going to grab this other David Winston book (laughs) off the shelf as we're talking here. One second. Suddenly we're expanding our our podcast. We're going to come back to our herbs here in a second. But I just wanted to um, talk about this other very small book called Herbal Therapy and Supplements, A Scientific and Traditional Approach. And this book is so adorable. It's Mm -hmm. like, um, it's pretty small. It's in like a bound with like a ring type yeah. Binder. Spiral bound. Spiral bound, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's by David Winston and Marilee A. Kuhn. I know we've talked about this book on this podcast before, mm-hmm. but it is a really great book. And it really talks about both the scientific and traditional approach to these herbs. Yeah. And especially like the one that we've been talking about, holy basil, um, which is just incredible. Um, I really encourage you to look more into the adaptogens mm-hmm. um, there's a number of other adaptogens jane that i just <laughs> i must be honest with you i'm just not familiar with yes um well um on the book on the front of this book is rhodiola mm-hmm. and a woman came by the booth and dropped off a couple of samples of hers she i remember it. it in alaska right we it have was it here. so cool mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of these plants that are adaptogens actually, maybe not a lot, but, you know, shisandra berries right there. So they take a few, you know, years to become harvestable. Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. look for them in a couple of years from us. (laughs) (laughs) And and et cetera. (laughs) So anyway. Well, let's talk about our last uh, tincture. Um, 
the peace and love potion, which is um, we make this uh, tincture from the hawthorn tree, hawthorn berry. Yes. On your farm. And I just love this tincture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tell me a little more about it. Well, um, one of the very first herbalists I ever saw uh, was talking about that be Eagle Song, or uh, sorry, Seven Song, um, was the very first person I ever saw give a talk on herbs. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, they said uh, that if you love in particular, he said, if you love your man, give them Hawthorne because they'll be strong and, you know, long lasting, you know, longevity herb. Um, since then, I've heard other people say it's the gnarly hag herb <laughs> also because it kind of gets all gnarly and crazy and, you know. So I think it is just the old person herb. The longevity it's really strong um, it uh, so part of the herbs that we harvest we harvest the flowers and the leaves in the spring and those are on kind of new shoots they kind of sprig out and go kind of crazy so those are good to just go ahead and harvest all the way back bring them in under the shade and then clip them off of the, the twigs and um, so at that time, you could separate out the thorns, but um, the herbalists say that the thorns help you create and maintain boundaries. So it's kind of nice to have your thorns where they need to be. <laughs> so it's, all, it's very interesting how I kind of came up with some of these, but um, the... So the, the leaves, the flowers, the thorns, you could use the twigs, we just don't. Um, and then the berries come in the fall if you leave enough flowers there <laughs> to be pollinated. So um, we're able to um, cruise around right on our farm fence, but also around the outside of the farm uh, to collect really beautiful hawthorn um, flowers, berries, we can't even, there's no way we could harvest them all. <laughs> there's just no way. And then the other herb in there is the oats again. Same for the nervous system, the kind of calm nutrition. Um, so that's that combination. And it, I mean, it has a berry flavor because it's the hawthorn berry, but, um, you know, and it's a little bit pink. So it's, it's a nice one. I was thinking the other day, um, we had an order for like four of them and two Zen boxes. And, you know, I'm like in my brain, oh, okay, a Zen box for one, the mother of the bride, a Zen box for the mother-in-law-to-be of the, of the bride, <laughs> and four peace and loves for the bridesmaids. That sounds pretty good. That sounds like a great <laughs> plan. So... Anyway, that was my, uh, you know, thinking of who might be receiving these products. <laughs> but anyway, it would be great for a wedding present for a couple. It would be also good and appropriate for a funeral for a grieving person um, to just kind of, you know, toast the uh, 
after close the life of the person and kind of open your heart. Actually, Eagle Song said in one of her classes about Hawthorne, and Eagle Song is definitely one of the foremost experts on Hawthorne, if you ask me. In the world. In uh, the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. She, I um, think she's been to 36, 37 countries. Mm, and mm-hmm. I can't remember how many hundreds of varieties of uh, over 150. Yeah, I'm sure of uh, Hawthorne tree. So mm-hmm. the tree is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the classes that we did, um, well, one of the things we had to do in the class is we all had to make a circle, and we sang a song about love. So we did the Beatles. <laughs> so we're going around in two circles, one facing each other and singing to each other about love, which was so cool. Um, but she also said, you know, kind of about the grief, you know, that sometimes your heart has to crack wide open in order for the love to be able to come back in, you know. So a lot of wisdom in the, in the hawthorn tree and those who know about the hawthorn tree. Peace and love. Cool. Should we move on? Yeah. Awesome. Um, let's talk about your uh, your balms. Sure. Let's talk about um, let's talk about weekend warrior. All right. Um, this is your weekend warrior muscle balm mm-hmm. that you've been making for years now. Um, yep. And we grow our own arnica. Yes. And. Um, Beautiful yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tell me about this balm. Um, well, I have been known to be an easy bruiser. So, uh, not to mean that I'm like cruising for a bruising or anything, but, (laughs) but, um, I am a snowboarder, so I get bruised, uh, easily. Um, I get sore muscles, uh, when I'm working in the garden, um, my back gets pretty sore. So I knew about Arnica, you know, pretty early on in my herbal uh, wanderings. But um, I also had been listening to people talk about wildcrafting and wildcrafting responsibly and how to, um, you know, and, and when to harvest and when not to harvest. And so I, since I have the farm, I just was like, why don't I grow it? And then I can be supplying it eventually to people who are making their own. If I ever grow enough, it's not as easy as I thought, of course. Um, but I did just take over a couple of uh, other plots that I'm hoping to, to work on pretty hard next year for that. But it's a beautiful yellow flower. Um, it's so cool. We've been noticing it in the wild a lot more when we were in the Olympics, when I was there with your nephew playing uh, down. We were, I was watching him skip rocks, and just right beside me, right in the mist, was uh, arnica plants. I don't know the variety because the leaves were different than the ones that I grow, but it was so cool. They were way too hard for me to be able to, you know, harvest anything in. It was completely wet. (laughs) And our first day. 
and in the national parks here. Mm-hmm. Not really doing that, but just to um, take a couple pictures of it out in its natural habitat. Habitat is really cool. Cool. Um, let's talk about the the last the last bomb. Yeah. Busted knuckle. Yeah. And speaking of beautiful little flowers. Yeah. The calendula flowers are gorgeous. Um, sunny, sunny plant. Yeah. Um, so what is, tell me about this bomb. Well, this is another um, one that I just right off the bat was like, what can I put in my first aid kit? I got my Arnica. But what happens when I get a blister or I have a cut or something like that or just have to clean out from under my fingernails for that matter and do my cuticles. So um, I love the calendula and it smells so clean. It just smells clean, the, the actual flower. So that is really fun. I remember, you know, like going in our garden in the mornings when I first started growing it and being like what is that smell it smells so good so good and it was a calendula and it is kind of a sunshine plant it opens with the heat with the sun and then closes at night Um, so it's pretty cool Um, so we grow those dry those out um, and then infuse them in olive oil and they turn the olive oil a deep orange color too which is really cool and then the lavender uh, is also just amazing um, for like dry skin um, kind of you know soothing like a sunburn or a bug bite would be really nice for that Um, and again um, I grew a few lavender plants but not too many and then um, one of the other farmers on the island who had a whole entire, uh, like four different plots of lavender and I think maybe eight varieties of lavender, she just one day was like, hey, if you ever want to come and harvest at my house, you can. So my friend and I went and the (laughs) We harvested so much we couldn't even deal with it. It was like four yard waste package, you know, bags full. <laughs> the whole tea shack was full, so full that it was like, like it almost made you drunk to be around that much <laughs> of that lavender smell. It was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. It's so, an intense, yeah. you know, oil. Yeah. One of the times in the truck, it was over the top. Like, it wasn't over the top of the cab, but it was, like, up to, like, like a yard of soil in there. Like, <laughs> it was a little overboard. But anyway, so now we have about eight plants, and that's, that's pretty good. And we could always supplement any of those other farms if we needed to. But we figured out which, which one we like the best. So then we infuse the lavender in olive oil as well. And then we mix those two oils together. And that is an amazing time as well. Mm -hmm. And then we add shea butter and a beeswax from a local beekeeper. 
Thanks, Tammy. <laughs> We're his only client for for wax, and it is completely pure. It's so beautiful. Um, so the only other reason he makes it is to do candles for his own uh, business, but mostly he's a honey guy. So, yeah, and then the, a little bit of vitamin E, and that seals in all the goodness. So uh, both the Weekend Warrior also uses olive oil, shea butter, beeswax, and vitamin E. So it is moistening. You would not want to put that one in a cut for the Arnica, the Weekend Warrior, but the Busted Knuckle would be perfect for under a bandage. Yeah. I've had uh, great results with uh, all of those, of course. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for sharing that, Jane. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's really fun. You know, like we don't we don't really do this so much. Mm -hmm. When we, you know, I feel like I talk about these products all day with customers, mm -hmm. but we've never really done so much of this on our podcast. But um, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I could talk about it all day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better to taste it with people. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Send people like testers, and we could like have like virtual taste tests, tasting party, tasting taste party on like Google, yeah. you know, um, like Google Chats or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> like cool. that's delicious. Anyway, folks, if you made it to the end of this podcast, you are super awesome. Thanks for listening.